Well, thank you once again for joining me. I'm your host, Dale Bader. It's time for yet another episode of Focus on Fertility. And today we're going to be talking about the egg donation process and specifically talking about the use of frozen donor eggs. It might be something that you might consider to help complete your fertility journey as you continue along. We are lucky to have with us, joining us from Rockville, Maryland, on the line from California Cryobank's Donor Egg Bank, Margarita Lanez. She is the donor manager. Margarita, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Dale, for the kind introduction. I'm actually very excited here to help others understand what the process entails and what does it mean to utilize egg donation at an egg donor. I'm happy to answer any questions that you may have about us. Wonderful. Well, Margarita, first question I would have is, how did you begin the journey of becoming involved in assisting individuals through the egg donation process? Great question. So it was about over five years ago um, when Donor Egg Bank USA started uh, business uh, in 2013, and I was driven to the industry from the perspective of I've experienced infertility myself. I had secondary infertility when I was trying to conceive my second son. And when I met the founder of this company, Heidi Hayes, I connected with her story around egg donation. I know personally how it feels to have the heartbreak after a negative pregnancy. And that's basically what brought me here. So today, what is your current role? How do you assist uh, individuals in the process? Um, so my current role right now is to oversee the donor department. I'm basically responsible to help our company have enough donor options to to our clientele, in this case intended parents, to see, that, who seek to use donor egg. And... Just some history behind California Cryobank. Uh, Donor Egg Bank USA was acquired in 2016 by California Cryobank. We are currently the leading egg bank in the U.S. and Canada. And for us, it's important to be able to provide enough options for patients. This way they can find the right donor. And we offer different ethnic backgrounds. We currently have about 350 donors on the website. And the great thing is that the website is a live database. So what you see on the website, that means that there's eggs in inventory for selection. Wonderful. So for those individuals who may be joining us, and maybe they're early or maybe even in the middle part of their fertility journey, but they're not quite familiar with the egg donation process, or maybe they weren't even aware of, of this as an option to helping with their infertility. Let's start at the basics and at the beginning. What is an egg donor or who is an egg donor? Good question. Uh, so egg donors are healthy, non-smoking women between the age of 21 and 33 who are motivated to help others achieve their dream of becoming, of having a family. So they do this by donating their reproductive tissue, also known as eggs. And uh, one thing I do want to disclose, these women do receive compensation, but it is for their time invested in the rigorous process. So when you consider the process, it can take three to six months to actually be approved and make it to an egg donation cycle. 
And obviously, if it's going to take three to six months or maybe even longer, then there must be some rigorous process procedures that are in place with these donors. But if I'm sitting back listening to this the podcast, I may be wondering, well, what what protections are there for me as a as an intended parent? What type of screening goes on, and who regulates the egg donation? Great question. So um, th- there are regulatory bodies. The first regulatory body would be the FDA, but we actually start the the process, the preliminary determination based on an application that the donor completes. And in this application, she provides her personal medical history and her family's medical history. And we work with a group of genetic counselors who determine if the donor would be at a preliminary stage accepted into the program. From there, then the clinics that we work with, uh, they would move forward with doing basic hormone screening and perform an actual follicle count just to ensure that her eggs are likely to produce favorable outcome. When it comes to the regulatory body, that's a great question. So each clinic that we work with are FDA registered, meaning that they would have to undergo all of the standards and regulations that they set. Uh, The donors do answer a risk assessment questionnaire and they undergo a physical examination with a physician. They do infectious disease testing. Other things that, are, that we do within the industry are psychological testing. They do have to meet in person with a psycho, uh, licensed psychologist. And there is also expanded genetic screening, meaning that there are genetic panels that test for specific disorders to see if the donors are carrier for that. And it would be known to us through that testing if she's, she's affected by any of the, those disorders. Do they have to go through any particular, like, uh, infectious disease testing or in-depth blood work testing besides uh, just the genetic carrier screening as well? Yes. So per the FDA, they do undergo infectious disease testing at the preliminary screening and within 30 days of the retrieval. So there there could be a disqualification rate there uh, when we consider the whole process itself or the acceptance rate is are about eight percent so if you think about a hundred donors about eight donors would come through and would be disqualified from that perspective or from psychiatric reasons there's different reasons that would uh, disqualify a donor so obviously this is a very select core of women that are accepted to be that that special person that can be considered a donor Yes, actually. So bless their hearts. I actually have a friend that is actually undergoing the process right now. And she was, it was nice to hear from her perspective how rigorous the process is because she was telling me that just to get approved, it took her several visits to the doctor and many tests, blood tests, ultrasounds, and cultures that they performed in order for her to move forward and be approved to do a, a cycle, an egg donation cycle. And yet she still remains motivated to continue to help. She's not doing it because the money. That's one of the things that I, I appreciated and admired. She, she's actually doing it to help couples and people who are struggling with infertility. 
Yeah, it definitely sounds like for those who wish to be donors, it, it definitely is a commitment beyond a monetary. There has to be that deep down desire to want to help somebody else. Absolutely. So the individual, once they've been qualified and they proceed further, what? how do, how do you actually get the eggs then uh, for use in the donation? That's a good question. Um, so we actually have partnered with qualified fertility clinics around the U.S. Uh, each clinic is responsible of deeming the donor, screening her and deeming her eligible to move forward with an egg donation cycle. So the whole network that we work with, they follow specific guidelines and standards, as I mentioned. And once the donor is eligible to move forward, they would retrieve the eggs there in-house at the clinic. Now, at the very beginning, I had mentioned that uh, we were specifically going to look at frozen donor egg donation. Uh, That must mean that there's another option out there. Can you explain uh, the options that are available and, and the difference? Yes. So from the perspective of um, frozen, we know that the eggs would be immediate for use right away, and the donors would undergo the whole process ahead of time. The other option would be fresh egg donation, meaning that the donor would cycle or donate her eggs until she is matched with a recipient. Relatively, the, the pregnancy rates are relatively the same, uh, depending on what each fertility practice offers. Uh, some patients opt to utilize all the eggs that the donor produced, or with frozen, the eggs can be distributed amongst more than one patient. Does, does that make sense for you? Yeah. yeah. Or should I no, I think I think that sounds great. So, with regards to frozen donor egg, uh, is and fresh donation that you mentioned, is the time timeline the same, or uh, is is there a difference there as well? There is a difference. Uh, the benefit of using frozen donor egg is that you don't have to wait for the donor to undergo all that screening because her eggs have already been retrieved and are already stored just waiting to be selected. The timeline could be two weeks versus fresh. If you consider that the process takes three to six months, then you would encounter that delay upon the selection of a fresh donation cycle. And correct me if I'm not wrong, but I, I thought I may have read something uh, on your website that talk about egg lots or, or, or something around the value of like six to eight. Does that mean an individual who uses frozen donor eggs, at least through your network, uh, they're basically knowing in advance that they're going to have a set number of eggs where maybe in fresh they don't quite get that guarantee? Correct, yes. So, so our website um, does disclose the amount of eggs. Typically it's between six and eight. And they would know ahead of time that that's already what would be provided to them versus with fresh. You really don't know. There's a lot of unknown. This donor, you may fall in love with the donor, perfect donor, but you don't know if she's going to undergo the full, she's going to pass the uh, screening process. And let's say she does pass the screening process. Once you get to the retrieval, then you'll know how many eggs you'll get. So there's a lot of unknown when it comes to the fresh, but with frozen, you would be prepared to know at least how many eggs you have, and you will be 
rest safe at mind when it comes to knowing that this donor already underwent all the pre-screening to become a donor. Now, my next question is going to be, because it feels like this may be a little bit more uh, rest assured in approach, it's going to be a more expensive approach, correct? Not necessarily. Uh, given the the fact that the eggs would are potentially going to several, several, I wouldn't say several, more than one recipient at a time, that actually allows the cost to go down. So when you consider an egg donation cycle, if somebody is receiving all of the eggs of the donor, the patient would be encountering all the pre-screening costs that the donor undergoes, her own costs, and we've made it from the perspective where the costs are amongst more than one client, more than one patient. That, uh, that That's great to hear. So, yeah, yeah I, you know, that's, you're thinking, okay, this sounds better, and there's always that catch, but hearing that the cost is even less, that's that's wonderful news to hear. So if I'm an intended parent listening right now, maybe I'm curious, what's the process to get started? So for the intended parents at this point that may be interested in proceeding with the frozen egg donation process, what do they have to do? Well, the first step would be to become a patient. In this case, um, for the locals there in in St. Louis, I'd, I'd personally recommend MCRM Fertility. If talk to your doctor about the option of utilizing donor egg and should the doctor decide that that's a good route for you and you can visit our website and get started there you can enroll for free it doesn't cost anything to view our donor database and we have a dedicated team who can help with any questions that may arise and Typically, how for the recipient uh, intended parents, how long does the process usually take for them to be able to proceed through the the donor process itself? Um, it really depends. So, if I'm if you give me the permission to utilize MCRM as a as an example, Dale. Okay. It, it really depends on the plan they choose and their clinic. So, when we think of other clinics across the U.S. Standardly, an egg lot would cost you about $14,500 plus $500 of shipping. So you're looking at about $15,000, right? But when I consider a partner like MCRM, we have provided plans which make it easier for the patient. Uh, We have the single cycle plan, which is actually a bundle plan, which includes the eggs and the services of the clinic. And that not only makes it easier for the clinic when it comes to financials, but it, it's actually patient-friendly because the patient doesn't have to worry about who do I pay. It's a one-stop shop. I know that if I choose this plan, I'll, I'll receive the eggs and the services. And if they do that, it's about two week, a two-week period Okay. Wow. for us to ship the eggs to your practice, yeah. And the cost is lower, actually, when you consider uh, working with one of our partners such as uh, MCRM, uh, the cost there would be $17,000. When we compare that to just the egg lot cost, it, we actually reduce the eggs um, along with the services. So $17,000 for the cycle and the eggs, that's a pretty good deal. Wow. And mm-hmm. 
Correct me if I'm wrong, but did I see something also that you guys do have a, a, like a guarantee type program that you can help offer to put patients at, at more ease? Yeah. Yes, I'm glad you, that actually brings a smile to my face. Uh, so we have a plan called the Assured Refund Program, and this plan provides up to six cycles, meaning that at each cycle you would receive an egg lot and the services at MCRM. And the guarantee is that if you don't bring home a baby, you'd get 100% back. There aren't any gimmicks behind this. I actually, this plan is actually very close to my heart. As I mentioned to you, I've been here for a couple of years now, and I've had the opportunity to be on the journey with many of our clients. And the experience with them has been they describe the Assured Refund as a dream saver. Um, when I think back of one of my clients that I've worked with, she struggled for many years, about 10 years of infertility, and she finally got pregnant on her second donor cycle. And everything was exciting. We were happy. Everything was going great. And unfortunately, she had um, a late-term pregnancy loss, and it was devastating. And it was really hard, but... She knew that in the Assured Refund Program, she was not only covered financially, but she knew that we would be at her side until she was ready. That emotional insurance and support and financial insurance and support, it, it, it goes so far. It really does. And uh, that's, it's great to hear that there's a program available like that. Yeah, and I'm just one more thing to add. Um, one of the things when... When we go undergo infertility, when we're experiencing that, we're very focused on getting that positive pregnancy. And I think that's that's our first milestone that we're looking for. But I don't think it crosses anyone's mind that there could be a pregnancy loss. And I, I think that, that that's special. Um, thankfully, my, my client, as many of them, ha- is a mom already. She has a little girl, and, and she's actually trying for baby number two now. That's absolutely wonderful. Well, Margarita, can you tell us where individuals who might be listening uh, can get some additional information if they're interested in learning more? Uh, Yes, they could visit our website at www.cryobankeggs.com. Or they're also welcome to call us um, Monday through Friday at 240-778-6210. And we will be sure to also include information for contacting uh, California Cryobank's donor egg bank and Margarita via our website in the show notes at focusonfertility.net. Margarita, do you have anything else that you'd like to add before uh, we let you go today? No, I think it's great. I wish everyone the best of luck, and we look forward to being a great support for you. Thank you again, Margarita. We appreciate you for being able to join us today. You're welcome. Take care now. If you've been trying to start your own family and haven't had success, you're not alone. Millions of people just like you are experiencing the same very personal and painful frustration. Infertility affects men and women equally. The Missouri Center for Reproductive Medicine, MCRM Fertility, can help. MCRM accepts most insurance and you don't need a referral. They offer the most advanced science and technology, including exclusive techniques and the embryo scope. Check them out at mcrmfertility.com. 
And another special thank you goes out to Margarita Linas from California Cryobank's Donor A Bank program for shedding insight on the donor process and specifically on the frozen egg donor process. And if you are looking for additional information regarding that, or maybe even specifically the California Cryobank Donor Egg Bank Program, please tune to our website at focusonfertility.net and tune to the show notes where we will have all that contact information available there, including links to make the connection even easier. And we encourage you to follow us each week for a new episode of Focus on Fertility. You can do so by following us on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn Radio Network, as well as on Podcast One and our website at FocusOnFertility.net. And you can always tune in and review all the previous episodes that are hosted there as well. Well, until we join you once again next week, wishing you the very best along your fertility journey, I'm your host, Dale Bader.